Hi, I'm Jill from Michigan. I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome back to our podcast, Creepy Sue. Where we discuss all things creepy. Paranormal. True crime. Spiritual. With a side of bullshit. Good evening. How are you? Peachy. <laughs> you? Fucking dandy. <clears throat> I, I think we're both kind of in a similar boat of being kind of an emotional hot mess right now. <clears throat> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um... So originally, I was going to do the story of Dead in the Water, um, Forever Awake, which is the multiple men who have gone missing in various bodies of water um, throughout the Midwest. Um, however, it has become a very, uh, very deep hole to dive into. Um, See, and that's the one thing, because I know when we started this, you had made mention that you really didn't get into true crime and now you see the rabbit hole <laughs> that you can go down when you're doing a true crime yeah that leads to multiple parts well and part of the problem is that um very early in it it starts with um the victims I've already got 13, each one of these pieces of paper is a victim um, with little tidbits of their case. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> I actually have to look up by university to figure out which body of water they were in. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so what have you been up to? Anything fun, exciting? I'm excited. No. No. Um, no fun and exciting. I, I went and saw my husband today. That that's it. <laughs> Other than that, I've been watering the plants a lot. Hey, that's good grounding. I know, and. I do it without my shoes as much as I possibly can. Um, and tomorrow I plan to mow the little section that is like super green and lush and all of that. So any grounding is good grounding. Um, about the most exciting thing, um, I have an undercut mm -hmm. and I got that touched up. <laughs> um and she usually puts a design in there and right now I've got like a heart okay. type thing I didn't know what else to do I've done all the crisscross lines and the ones that go this way and this way and, and I'm like I've done all them and she keeps saying she's going to get like the little pen to do the decorations and she hasn't done it yet. 
I honestly think I'm the only one that goes to her on a regular basis. Mm. So I just get basic shit, I guess. But she's good at it. She does a great job. So I keep going back. Yeah. And I can understand the need for um, an undercut on some people. Um, if I got an undercut, I'd be bald. Um. <laughs> Listen, so. I, I'm not that far. And then I've always wanted to be able to wear headbands, but I have an issue because I, it may not look like it, but I have a child size head. Like these are huge on me because they're regular adult size headphones. It's crazy. Um, you know, before ear pods or these were a thing and you had like the Walkman headphones, mm -hmm. I had to get child size because adult size are too big. So I've always had issues like when I wear a headband, um, it doesn't want to stay in mm -hmm. because you know, you get the kid ones. I got to have fucking Elsa on my head. So I felt, saw this really cool hack for getting them in your hair and having them stay where you basically do like a couple partials in your hair and then you do, do one and then you put the headband on and then you put the two small ones and then you bring the rest of it down. It's hard to explain. I could show you, but I can't do it because I've got the undercut. So if I'm understanding it correctly, basically like you put two mini ponytails in and sandwich the band between it? Kind of, yeah. Um, okay, like you put your hair like in a partial or clip the top part and then you've got like, okay, that you got your chunk of hair down here and then you take half of that and put it to the side put your head band on and then take that one and tie it to the one in the back. So you got a ponytail holder, but the headband is in the ponytail. Oh, and okay. then you bring the rest of it down. But because I have the undercut and I've had it going on three years now, like I've had it for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Just one day I was like, you know what? I want to do something that's, I either got, I, and this is something you got, I have to maintain it because mm -hmm. at work, I wear my hair up in a clip pretty much every day. So if it starts growing out, it looks pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> so you have to go back very regularly. And sometimes I don't realize how long it's been until I like wash it and go, Oh my God, it's so long. <laughs> when in reality, it's only probably that long. Oh goodness. <laughs> but it's long. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because she use, uses a two. So yeah. It's, it's my, I guess that's my rant. <laughs> For now, anyway. I mean, look, the night is young. <laughs> So many options available yet. Mm. 
so fucking many. Um, I, I'm still stuck on nerds, gummy clusters. Nice, nice. Um, I'm still using my vanilla skull chapstick. I, I would like the nerds company, which is Mars. I, I think so. Sponsor us, please. I think it's Mars or Nestle. <laughs> yeah, I my son loves those too. So, okay, so in lieu of doing the original story I was going to do, I did a list of the top 10 haunted locations in the US. And if we did this, I am sorry. Um, my thinking is that we've only done by state um, and not by country. So. Yeah, see, I don't know. And I honestly, I think different sources is gonna have different. Yeah, and that, that is totally a thing. I've noticed that. So because, because like okay, if I look up most haunted um locations in Michigan, like I've got a book over there that lists like certain ones. Um mm -hmm. I'm gonna use the Dice Road Cemetery because that's it's very big and it's not far from where I'm at. Um but then you see some like uh I don't know, BuzzFeed or I don't know, one of those that ranker or something, it's not on there. But it's mm -hmm. a very haunted location. So I did not go to BuzzFeed. Nope. Instead, I went to um, Travel and Leisure. I thought that would be an interesting source. Um, so for the lowest on the list, we have the Whaley House and Museum. Um, it's actually in San Diego, California. A man named Yankee Jim, or James Robinson, um, was hung for larceny. However, a few years later, the Whaleys decided that they were going to build their forever home on the location. <laughs> I, this sounds familiar, and I don't... I'm not sure why. Well, I mean, oh, there's a few that are going to sound familiar. You know, because... I mean, yeah, I'm sure some of them's been covered. But that, I don't think I've covered that one. But maybe, uh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, this one, I'm not sure of. Like, it sounds familiar, but at the same time, I'm not 100%. Because it also sounds like um, that one case that was on that show that we watched with the different groups that go to the haunted locations and like they have to stay there for the week, I think was what it was. And one of the psychics were bowing out at one of the locations. I believe it was um, a tobacco plantation guy who killed his family and then killed himself. Oh, the Lawson family? Maybe. It, this one kind of sounds like that. Well, I think the Whaley, because I know there's a Whaley house here in Michigan too. Go ahead. 
was okay. say, my candy. <laughs> so um, the Whaley's built their forever home, you know, on the site. And it didn't take long for Yankee Jim's ghost to show up. Um, and his footsteps can be heard stomping throughout the house. Um, but don't worry, he's not haunting the location alone. Um, the Whaley's are also haunting it. And a young girl. Um, and apparently there's even a family dog that haunts the location. So, and apparently that one is available for tour. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, this one, I never heard of. The House of Death. Does that sound familiar to you? It's in New York City. Okay. H. Holmes? No, ironically, though, I did hear or did listen to a story of that on my drive today. Bailey Sarian? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one was taking place around um, the 1900s. There is a brownstone on West 10th Street. Now, this is apparently a very popular and affluent area for, you know, the up and coming and all of that. So this is like the what to do neighborhood, um, except this house. This is the one house nobody wants. <laughs> you know, it, it's like that one, that dark, creepy house on the end of the road. Yeah, that's this one. Um, it is said to be haunted by the ghosts of 22 people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these people either lived or died, at, you know, within the walls, um, including that of a six-year-old girl who was killed by her adoptive father. Um, apparently, author Mark Twain stayed there um, at some point in the early 1900s and his spirit is said to occasionally return. So I'm not entirely sure why this, I mean, it's a beautiful location. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I will try to pop up pictures uh, when they post this. Um, but other than that, like, I don't understand why, like, people who have died elsewhere would be coming back to this place. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe if it was something important to them. Maybe. I don't know. Didn't really seem like it. Because, because it remember, remember when no. I did, um, um, remember when I did, uh, the Hollywood Roosevelt? Mm, mm-hmm. And Marilyn Monroe haunts the one room there. Okay. Yeah. That's not where she died. True. True. So, but it played an important role. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, I got a little message that my internet is unstable. I mean, hey, now we're all unstable. It's a threesome. So, 
Oh, yeah, I love it. <clears throat> so our next one is actually one that I have on my bucket list. I know some people are like, meh, but for me, it's like an awesome location that I would love to just go play in. Um, also because I've been to House on the Rock, which is here in Wisconsin, and I'd love to just go play. <laughs> which is the Winchester Mystery House. See, that one does nothing for me. Yeah. I just I I don't know why. Like I just I want to go. I want to I want to open all the doors. Yeah, I I don't know what it is about that one. That one just for whatever reason does not hold my interest. Yeah, I don't know why, but I am fascinated with the place. Yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, would it be cool to go there? Maybe. The grounds are like be exceptionally beautiful. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that. Like for me, it's not on my bucket list. Yeah, that is on mine. <laughs> Although Alcatraz is also on my bucket list, so. And mind you, this is like my haunted location bucket list. This isn't like my all-time life bucket list. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm sure our, all the listeners already know the story of the Winchester Mystery House. So I'm just going to say that it's in San Jose, California. Um, and that Sarah Winchester died in 1922. Um, and she is reported to also haunt the location. Um, it is a Victorian mansion. There is 10,000 windows. So glad I don't have to clean them. Uh, 2,000 doors. 47 fireplaces. 40 staircases. 13 bathrooms. And 9 kitchens. That is a house with two bathrooms. Right? I mean, multiple families could live in this house and never see each other. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's the perfect house. <laughs> uh, and then, if you know you're tired of somebody, just send them to the doors that go nowhere. Where? Send them to the doors that go nowhere. Yeah. I mean, there's the door that goes to the room that has no floor, um, although they do have things there to catch a person if they were to fall, um, or the door that opens to walls, or the door that opens to a set of three steps that goes to a floor. <laughs> um, sorry, yes, I've seen a lot of videos about the place. <laughs> Um, and so then that brings us to a bed and breakfast, the Lizzie Borden house. That would be my bucket list. It's on my mom's as well. I, um, I would definitely love to go there. Yeah. Maybe someday we can plan a road trip and we can scoop you up and we can all go. That would be super awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. 
So this one is in Fall River, Massachusetts, taking place around 1892. Um, Abby and Andrew Borden were found dead, killed by an axe-wielding psychopath. The number one suspect, the daughter, Lizzie. <clears throat> she stood trial, but was acquitted. But unfortunately, she spent the rest of her life under the shadow of guilt. You think she's guilty? Honestly, you know what? If she is, it's not for me to be like, you know what? You were wrong because it was a different time. You know, kids were not treated well. You were a piece of property. And if she was being mistreated, like highly mistreated, like most people were back then, and kind of went for a bit, hey, oops. <laughs> I, I don't think she did it. I don't know. I really don't. And I could be wrong. I, I but... think that there is the possibility that she didn't. I will say that because now, go ahead go, no go ahead no you first finish your thought <laughs> dang it Joe um well no that also ties in with like the next location um and I'm sure you can guess what it is but Salem <laughs> huh Salem no Mm, okay, so you don't know the next location. Um, but I'm sure once I say it, you'll, you'll know. Vescilla or Vasilla or. Yeah, Velisca. Velisca. Well, I don't. Now, look. <laughs> I've said it a hundred million times, but one, I'm very high on nerds right now. <laughs> Are you sure it's nerds? Yes. Unfortunately, it's just nerds. Um, and. Well, and like I told you before we started, I, I might be a little manic right now. I understand. It's fine. It's fine. Um, have you ever watched the Dead Files episode on the Lizzie Borden house? I believe so. If you haven't watched it, that's one of them. Like, I've seen a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of them. But mm -hmm. that is one, for whatever reason, just it sticks out to me, that yeah. episode. Um, and, like, there, the next location that I have to talk about, um, there is a group um, that went to the location and, like, tested it to the Lizzie Borden house. Um, and, yeah. So... That's why I kind of believe that there is that possibility that, you know, it wasn't her. So, anyway, um, she ha haunts the location, Lizzie. She haunts the bed and breakfast. Uh, she can be heard laughing, like, upstairs. Um, however, I don't think I could live with this next thing that happens, which is the maid's horrifying scream that um she did when she found the bodies of the people 
Um, and it just continues to echo through time that I don't think I could live with. You know, and be doing something and then just suddenly hearing that that scream. No. You know, mm. unless it was the same time every day, then you know, like, hey, look, I'm gonna go outside and have a cigarette real quick. I'm <laughs> not gonna be holding plates, cups. Taking a drink. Right. I mean, yeah, no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because, yeah, if it's at random times, no, I would have nothing. I wouldn't be able to eat anything. I wouldn't be able to have plates to put anything on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paper okay. plates. Yep. Oh, plastic cups, all of that. Make sure they bounce. <laughs> Never keep more than a half a cup full. <laughs> oh my god could you imagine drinking a squeeze it when that went off (laughs) yeah um i definitely would not stay sane in that house um so, so yeah uh, with that, we'll go on to the next one, which is the Velisca X Murder House. Um, and I do know a, a fair bit of this story as well. Um, it is in Velisca, Iowa, took place in 1912, where an entire family and the children of family friends were murdered by an unknown axed assailant. Um, the axe was left behind. Um, everyone within the home was found murdered. The doors were locked from the inside, and nobody knows what happened. Yeah, that, that that's actually another one I would go to. Uh, yeah, I would go to that one. That one, um, and the. You got another one I'm thinking. With Josh. Melbourne Manor. Oh. I think that one would be neat. Because there were so many trigger objects left behind. You know what I mean? I've never seen anything on it. Really? It's interesting. Well, I mean, you know my feelings on that yeah the location though is an interesting location um it was actually a wayward home for the mentally uh criminally unstable so yeah and then it just got closed down and everybody just got told they had to leave and so a lot of stuff was left behind yeah so yeah that's actually happened with and i i don't mean to keep derailing but like i said I <laughs> um when i went to work for a group home um and i cannot think of the name of the book now i after hearing about it in the class mm-hmm. i bought the book and read it it's about an asylum or a sanitary something that closed down that had mental patients 
and it was something like the suitcase in the attic or, or some shit and it was like all the stuff that belonged to the residents and like it just documented their lives in mm-hmm. there and it's one of the saddest things I've ever read. Is that part of the Flowers in the Attic trilogy? It's a real story. It's not fiction. Um, it just, it sounds like it would be part of that trilogy because I mean, that, that's like right along the same story. So that's crazy. Are you um, looking it up? Yeah, I'm. Okay, while you're looking, I'm going to talk about the oh, next location. I found it. I found oh, it. Okay. It's called The Lives They Left Behind Suitcases from a State Hospital Attic. Okay. More than 400 abandoned suitcases filled with patients' belongings were found when the Willard Psychiatric Center closed in 1995 after 125 years in operation. Um, so out of curiosity, are the suitcases the belongings of the people who had passed away that was never claimed? I don't remember. I I don't remember details. This was, oh my God, like 2009 when I took these classes. So it's, it's been a while since i've read it and of course i've read like hundreds of things since then no only Um, thousands (laughs) i mean that that very well could be i mean i'm sure some of them passed away um you know when it was closed if some of them went somewhere else but all these suitcases were forgotten in the attic and that's really sad yeah it's it's yeah it's heartbreaking okay note to self don't read that book i'll I'll stop interrupting you i'm so sorry it's quite all right we're talking haunted locations it's fine because talking haunted locations is fun yeah it's our it's our it's how we met it's the jelly to our peanut butter or the peanut butter to our jelly whichever way the next location the bell witch cave in adams tennessee this is another one that um originally takes place in the 1800s john bell bought land along the tennessee river him and his family stayed on the property perfectly content and fine uh, just going about their daily lives doing their chores until they saw a dog uh, with a rabbit head just just a little odd um they would see other things um but like this was the big thing that kind of like flipped the switch in them i guess (laughs) um so They were continuously assaulted by unseen forces. Um, Things would fly at them, voices, knocks, bangs, stomps, doors, the whole gambit. 
at one point, uh, John Bell and one of his daughters, um, they were like the primary targets of the attacks of these incidents. The others would have it as well, just not to the extent. Um, so the entity had apparently named itself as Kate Batts, who happened to be an ex-neighbor. Um, it said that this Kate was still pissed beyond the grave about some spat that they had had. And she followed him and tormented the ever-living hell out of him. So, proof. Nothing like a woman's scorned. Or Petty Never Dies. <laughs> there we go. Petty Never Dies. I do like that. So, the next location we have, um, which might be a surprise for some people, um, however, not all that unexpected. The White House. <laughs> you know, um, some people know about it, some people don't. Um, apparently, back in the day, Ronald Reagan um, would have parties and he would regale his guests with stories of encounters or like how his dog would be barking at nothing or the children would see things or you know orbs and apparitions the whole shebang um exceptionally prominent heads of state had reportedly witnessed lincoln um in various rooms walking halls looking out a window um things like that and yeah, I don't know that there is actually um, a written documentation of the first president who saw the first presidential ghost, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it kind of goes all the way back, you know, to the first one, um, or rather, I should say maybe the third or fourth, but I've, it's been going on forever. <laughs> All kinds of weird shit happens in the White House. Lots of fun. Yeah. Um, so then, oh, and I mistook um, my comment earlier how the one location, which is the Velisca ex-murder house, was not connected to um, not the Lizzie Borden house. Okay. Um, it's connected to the Sally house. My bad. Um, so Sally house, Atchison, Kansas, in the early 1990s. I'm going to be that person and be like, in the 1900s. That still pisses me off. I'm not that old, damn it. <laughs> Um, so it's believed that the person who committed the murders at the Velisca house also was at the Sally house. And that the Sally spirit can also go to the Velisca house. Um, and that's actually been documented by various investigators. Um, so it 
Deborah and Tony Pickman um, had bought the house and experienced things from the jump as soon as they got there. Um, they would experience flickering lights, apparitions, possessions, unexplained voices. They would have strange scratches all over them, um, various different kinds of marks, whether it was bites or just like random, like, you know, one scratch mark or something like that instead of like three or four, you know, that like are long, but instead just like a little flick of one. Um, they would there would be burns, all kinds of stuff, basically. Um, and it was all apparently due to a young girl named Sally. So, and I don't know that any of her story was actually ever confirmed. Yeah, I know I've heard of it. I don't, I don't remember details of that, but I've. I know I've listened to a podcast on Sally House. And I don't know why I get that confused with the Jenny Wade House. <laughs> See, and like any of the ones that I've ever seen on the Sally House, they always talk about, you know, the experiences that the people have had, whether it's the owners or investigators coming into it, what have you. Um, and they always attribute it to Sally. Um, and I've heard in various, you know, ones that it really is a little girl. I've heard other ones say that it is not, and that it is in fact a darker uh energy than a little girl. Um, and that you know it's mimicking. Um, and then that's you know, another one is that it's some kind of a mimic type of thing. Um, so yeah, but I've never actually heard anyone say, okay. Yes, there was a little girl named Sally who lived here. This is when she lived here. You know what I mean? Like, I've never seen or heard that. I don't think I have either when it comes to that. And that's something, like, I have a tendency to listen, you know, for that kind of stuff. Because I'm always curious about it. Um. So, yeah. But anyway, we shall move on. And this one, huh? this one could be fun however this one is a private residence and cannot be investigated um i think this is actually the only one on the list that can't be um which is franklin castle um and it was deemed the most haunted in ohio um and it is in cleveland Originally taking place in the 1800s, which is when it was built by Hans Tidman. Nope, Tidman. Yep, Tidman, Tidman. <laughs> he definitely Tidman. Um, this poor guy. He tried so hard to have a large family, the perfect life, have it all, have the home. Um, unfortunately, once he had the home, it started going downhill. Um, there was a string of cruel, or sorry, um, Tiedemann was known around town to be cruel and abusive. Um, and once he got kind of known as that, 
this um, odd string of deaths started happening within his home and the the people within his family. Um, His one daughter, Emma, um, died from diabetic complications. Not really necessarily yes or no there there's possibility for fakeness there um and then his sorry his mother died um it did not say why she died however three more of his children died around the same time his mother did um and then after so at this point four of his children and his mom have passed away now his wife dies um and it said that she died from liver disease she a drinker apparently she a drinking she a drinking um so it was all like everyone died from some type of medical related you know thing not anything that can directly say Yes, it was him, and anything that can directly say no, it wasn't. Um, and then his mistress also passed away. <laughs> so at this point, quite literally, everybody he is associated with is dead. Um, but he died before his mistress passed away. Um, when his wife died, he was like... <clears throat> this i'm out everybody's dead i'm gone um and it didn't say when he actually passes away um just that he left after she had died um and unfortunately the castle has kind of been passed from person to person since um not really staying in like a family lineage or anything like that um beautiful location huge i mean obviously it's a castle um so yeah very castle-esque and gorgeous have the strange deaths continued with other owners it doesn't say but if i'm remembering correctly i did see an episode about it on some weird youtube thing um the man who owns it um frequently talks to the owner and like they have a nice you know exchange copacetic type you know relationship um so apparently he doesn't have any issues with any of the ghosts um and then we have the last location which is the Biltmore now, this is hoity-toity to the max. Um, this is a location you and I can only ever dream about. <laughs> um, it is the most haunted in North Carolina. Beautiful, gorgeous estate um, in Asheville. Uh, George Vanderbilt built this in the 1800s. As a vacation home. A vacation home. Like, really? 
your vacation home is like my dream forever lifetime eons worth of home because <laughs> uh, it's a huge sprawling estate you know like they have the horse um barn and you know the dog barn and you know all that kind of stuff where you have to have 800 staff to run it even when you're not there right <laughs> um so as the former owner of this home he's very active um when he passed away oh i forgot to read it don't remember i want to say it was like 1860 something um he passed away and left it to his children um his children decided that they were going to open it up to the public apparently he was unhappy with that um and so he has haunted the location since yeah. You know what? I think he was going to anyway. He just needed a reason. Right. <laughs> he was just trying to be extra. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. He, he makes his presence very well known. Um, he's been seen. He's been heard. You know, the whole shebang. He hanging out. <laughs> like, hey, Rumi, what's up? So, yeah. That is my list interesting yeah i i think the number one i'd want to go to would be the lizzie borden house i would say the winchester is my number one however going to any of the locations would be freaking awesome oh yeah (laughs) um but like the sally house the Velisca house you know all of them now i want to go to the jenny wade house and that's one of the reasons every year roy and i talk about well let's go to gettysburg for our anniversary and every year it does not work out and that's one of my destinations when i get there because i want to go to the jenny wade house i can understand So, any recommendations? Mm. I think it's been mm. a little bit. We, I think we've been forgetting about it. Um, there was a thing. There was a thing. Shoot. There was a thing I was watching on Netflix. It was a good thing. <laughs> now my recommendation is is not for everybody um but if you you like spicy books a spicy book yeah oh god what the fuck is the name of it did you land on spicy spicy book talk oh i read spicy books all the time but have you landed on spicy book talk? 
or I shouldn't say it's spicy book talk. It's just book talk. Um, yes and no. There's like the guy that's a singer that also does like the voice thing. I think I've sent you a couple of his things. He is like so adorable. And his his voice does not match his face, but the voice. This is uh, haunting Adeline. Okay. Have you heard of it? Nope. Spicy. Spicy. Okay. Uh, so I'm not. One I'm, to five. What's the spice rating? Okay. So far I'm on chapter 23 and this is book one of two. Okay. okay. And one to five, I'm going to say it's a seven. Ooh, okay, so yeah. it's extra spicy. Yeah. Um, kind of makes Fifty Shades look like a Dick and Jane book. Not going to lie. Didn't read those. Not a one. Didn't watch any of the movies. I didn't watch the movies, and I'll explain why. When I read the books, there was one person... When you read a book, you picture the characters. Mm -hmm. And the person I pictured, I was excited when they got the part. Mm -hmm. And then they had to back out due to scheduling issues. And then I was like, I will never watch one. And I have not watched them because Charlie Hunnam Who? You don't know who Charlie Hunnam is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna know. Ma'am. You forget, I don't know anybody's name for anything. You gotta give me context. You can't just give me a name. Oh, okay. Sons of Anarchy. See, yeah. that, you could have just said him and then Sons of Anarchy, the son. Yeah. That's the entire time I read the books. That is who I pictured as Christian Grey. The entire time. And at one point I even posted before they ever even talked about making a movie. If this ever gets made into a movie, this needs to be Charlie Hunnam's role. That's it. And then he got the role. And I was excited. And then like a month later, he dropped out. That's so sad. <clears throat> Very disappointing. I'm sorry. But I read the three books and then they released all three books from Christian's point of view. And I okay. read the first, and I did read the first one and I was like, eh. 
I can't do the books that are from, you know, different people's perspective. I can't. It's, you know, I'm sorry. I've read books, actually, that in the one book, it is multiple people's perspective. Like, mm-hmm. each chapter is a different person's perspective. It drives me bonkers. <laughs> now, that, if it's just two people, that's fine. But when you start getting into multiple people, no. But, because the Fifty Shades books were written from Anna's perspective. Mm-hmm. And then she came out with the books that were written from Christian's perspective. Okay. Yeah. To me, why? Should have left it as it was. I don't think those were as big as what she thought they would be. Yeah. But that's because, you know, Charlie Hunnam didn't play Christian. So that was clearly the answer. And for all I know, the guy that did it, I think Jamie Dorman, Dornan, something. I don't know. Don't care. A blonde guy? No, he's got brown hair. Oh, I <laughs> that should tell you everything. Um, he may be a wonderful actor. Don't care. You, you'll never know. <laughs> nope. The only thing I know is there is an author. In fact, she's been my recommendation because she wrote multiple books. Okay. And it was like when we first started doing the whole recommendation thing, she was one of the first mm-hmm. ones. It was uh, Geneva Rose. Okay. I remember. Um, she has a TikTok. And she her and her husband will watch a movie and then she'll pause it and her husband reacts to it to whatever scene and she did it with the Twilight movies which I've never seen a Twilight movie and I am not ashamed of that you will not make me feel bad for not watching it I won't I won't um however I have seen them I'm sorry all of them and I've read all of the books now I read the first no okay my my sister-in-law and I had well until this had very very similar taste in books mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she is a big book like she had totes and totes and totes of books I know the feeling so she had called me and she was like have you ever read any of this again before the movies come out? Have you ever read any of the Twilight books? I'm like, no, what the fuck is that? And she's telling me, and I'm like, I mean, it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. And that, and I am a fast reader. Like, if I obviously with an audiobook, I have to go in there by their pace because, right. Know. But when I read a book, I, I'm a very fast reader. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me, I'm going to say three weeks to get through the first book. That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. <laughs> and then I got done with that one. I, I went to my little sister-in-law library and I returned that book and checked out book two. 
I got a hundred pages in and I'm like, I'm done. I can't do it. Can't do it. And I know Fifty Shades is Twilight fan fiction. I know that. Don't care. I could not for the life of me get through the second book. Fair. For me, the second wasn't as good as first. I mean, I didn't like any of them. <laughs> I couldn't stand the character of Bella. I had to warm up to her. No, there was no warming up. I would warm her up in a microwave. <laughs> um, however, hmm. Yeah, there were several other characters I wanted to hurt, like, a lot initially. <laughs> so, yeah. I but would no. just throw garlic at all of them. I don't even care. <laughs> I, th- those, and I know there's a lot of people that love them, blah, blah, blah. They're probably the same people who listen to Taylor Swift. But I... I do not listen to Taylor Swift. Thank you very much. I mean, she's not horrible. That was rude. I mean, I'd rather... Look. <laughs> We could get into a whole music discussion. She's not my favorite, but there's way worse out there. Way worse. Agreed. My sister-in-law and my niece love Taylor Swift. And if I'm not mistaken, tickets. Still marked safe from the Taylor Swift concert. Same. Although, I have the shirt now. No, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, of what? <laughs> okay, remember like a month or so ago, like everyone's Facebook was just filled with Matt Rife bullshit. Okay, yeah. Okay. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's hilarious. And he's got a couple of, of Michigan shows coming up. And the oh, concert, yeah. the tickets went on sale back in June. And sold out in no time. I didn't. But I have a shirt. You just totally deflated me. Oh, girl, everybody on the planet would know if I got Matt Rife tickets. Everybody would. It's going to be like, girl, you got to take a sign. Because if you take a sign, you're you're gonna get spotted. Oh god, and yeah. he's gonna fuck with you, and you are the perfect one to fuck with him back. Right. I would, I totally would. And those are the best shows. I have a shirt though. Um, and again, this came from one of my recommendations, who has made me very sad. Uh oh. But um. My friend Brittany that does the cups, the shirts, mm-hmm. um, she's closing her business. Um, I didn't see any more of her posts, but because I woke up to the name change for her business and it's, uh, it's like, it's got the dashes and it says closing and she is like selling off all of her inventory and she they're using it for fertility treatments so it's for a good reason but i'm so sad but i've recently got a shirt from her that's got like a little skeleton hand and it says matt rife and the back says 
I will trade my husband for Matt Rife tickets. Yeah, you know what? He needs to see that. I did get that shirt from her because um, it was right around the time that everybody was going nuts for the whole thing. And I looked up now, okay, when I looked up ticket prices, they were very expensive. And the mm -hmm. only person, as much as I love Matt Rife, I would not pay those prices. The only person I would pay those prices, because we're talking, they were like in the hundreds oh. of dollars. The only person I would pay that much for, providing I had it in my bank account, would be Stevie Nicks. That would be an awesome concert to see. Now, if you get Stevie Nicks, but Matt Rife opens for her. <laughs> if we could throw in Disturbed. I just got invited to their concert and I turned it down. Not because I don't like them. I love them. I just. It's <laughs> like. And. I am probably in the minority, but I, I don't like the original song, but I don't like their remake of Sound of Silence. I am just batting a thousand today, ain't I? I don't like it. Oh, I love it. Like that's one of the, one of his songs that just instantly calms me as soon as I turn it on. I don't like the original. I'm not a fan of the original. However, I like his remake. No. There's a lot of remakes I don't like. That everyone's like, what? You don't like that? I don't like their Land of Confusion remake either. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and I know. Falling in Reverse is new. I posted it, Falling in Reverse. They did the cover. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Why? It's gone. Don't ask me any of it. <laughs> um, no, I believe it's... I think it's Seether. I'm pretty sure it's Seether. That remade Careless Whisper. Mm, that I'm not and sure. I hate it yeah I'm sorry. Seether remade it and I, I hate it I am probably on so many people's shit list now <laughs> you're on mine now turn down disturbed tickets Jeez. and it's not because I don't like Maybe them I, I, I love them and yet I, you turn them down well, one, it's the company. But okay, Fair. and I also don't know who they're who's who they're with. Mm. I well, it's not that I don't know who they are. I just don't know if who they're touring with. So gotcha, like who's gonna be opening and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, or gotcha. even where it's at. Yeah.
Yeah. I, I, I'm probably on a few shit lists now. That's oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I That's all right. I'm used to it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't like that. Any of those remakes. That's fine. Yeah, he actually did have a band um, for a little while that specifically did the remakes. Um, you know, it was basically the same band, just only doing remakes. Like, I forget uh, what the name of it was. Oh, when was this? It would have been 2013, 2014, around that time, 2012 to 2014. Who did what? Um, Disturbed. David Draymond, he had another band um, where he only did covers. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever heard his son's name? No. And again, I remember when he had his son, I shared the post or um, but his son's got the coolest fucking name. Let me find it. Is it not in here? Samuel Bear Izumu. Draymond. Is that not the best fucking name? That's definitely different. I don't know how I feel about it, though. Yeah, it's it's something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It is. <laughs> Would you like yeah. to know if I'm back? Sure. I signed up for a weight loss challenge thing. Oh, okay. Um, And I finally got weighed (laughs) uh, since the last time I went to the doctor, um, which unfortunately was very high the last time I went to the doctor. And so I started, you know, working on what I was eating and everything at the beginning of this year. And I have lost almost 70 pounds. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. That's that's a huge feat. It is. Thank you. Um, I do want to get down a lot more. Um, but yeah. I just I'm kind of proud of that. That was a lot that I didn't even realize I was carrying. So that's cool. See, I would like to lose weight. <laughs> um, I've done really good. I really have. Until today. <laughs> um, I broke down and bought a bag of Laffy Taffy's from Dollar General. And I ate them all. And they were delicious. This is like my fourth bag in the last week. 
to be fair, it was my first bag in quite some time, but my first like real candy um, in a good while. And don't hate me for this, but I got to try chocolate cake today for the first time, like a store-bought chocolate cake um, in a very long time. And it was disgusting. I mean, I guess it would. Oh my God, what happened to me? (laughs) I mean, I guess it would depend on what store. Just a a Walmart triple chocolate cake. Oh, like from their bakery? Mm hmm. Okay, so what you do when you go to the bakery is (laughs) you turn around and go the other way? No. Okay. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Walmart's bakery is one of my favorites. Like their donuts. My mom, my mom buys a lot of the donuts. Um, to be fair, that's usually where I get Marcelo's birthday cakes. Um, occasionally I would get him cookies in there. Beyond that, no, like I don't go into that area. Um, I'm usually over by the fruit. <laughs> Um, which at my walmart is right by the bakery it it is but like i just i don't go into that side i don't know why now i i will say other than my nerds when i would go to walmart like every sunday i would stop at the bakery and i would buy um i would usually try for the six count like the half dozen of donuts but their cinnamon rolls are amazing. And they're like the chocolate dip donuts. Amazing. Or um, they have, okay, they've got like their bakery cookies and then they've got their decadent bakery cookies. Ooh. Um, like in the regular, I think there's eight cookies and they're smaller, the decadent, they're six and they're bigger. Okay. Now the peanut butter with chocolate chunks. You were telling me about these cookies. I remember now. <laughs> if I could marry food. That'd, that'd that'd be what it was. <laughs> oh, they're amazing. But if you want a good chocolate cake we're going back to this i haven't forgotten you go to where they have the cupcakes not like the cakes on the table they're fine but eh. go no i usually go to the um like cold case display yeah and they have like where you just get like the pieces of cake Mm -hmm. they have a chocolate one or if you're not really a cake person, but you like a little bit of cake, they have like, like, I don't know, years ago, Kentucky Fried Chicken used to have like parfaits. Oh, yeah. Okay. And these are kind of like those, but on crack, they're so good. Um, in fact, when I, when I have the oldest grand kid with me. I go to Walmart and tell him, you can go ahead and pick out the snack for the week. 
that's what he goes for because they have like the individual size and then they mm -hmm. have the big family size oh but i will say for the last two months the only time i go to that area is either for the grandkids snack or because they have those the decadent cookies and oatmeal raisin and roy likes those that's the only thing I have went to the bakery for. I don't buy none of like the snack cakes, nothing. This has been it. And honestly, I have more right now because the other day Roy went to Walmart. And when I had a Zoom thing that I did last Saturday. And when I got off the Zoom, he had four of these sitting on the table. <laughs> Great surprise, yeah. but now I got to eat them because I can't let them go to waste. Of course not. Uh, so no, that's funny. Yeah. I um. Yeah, my big food thing. Um, I, I think, and then we'll let the people go. Um, I brought home a giant zucchini. It is this big. And this big around. Mm. <laughs> and i'm excited oh, um, made it yet? nope it hasn't been made yet i just brought it home last night um and so my mother-in-law looked at it she said well we're gonna have to hollow it out <laughs> she's like but we could make zucchini boats so i'm excited for what that's gonna bring um I've been like watching different recipes and I've got a couple saved. Are they the healthiest? No. Um, but I also like tonight because Roy had, Roy's got to get up. He's got an appointment early in the morning. So um, he was already in bed when I got home. Um, so I had to do fast food because I didn't want to come home and make a lot of noise making something. Um, and I don't really like doing that. So I like to find recipes, something that's easy to make and that would be good warmed up. Mm -hmm. So if I have to make it before work, it's going to be good warmed up when I get home. And I, I, I have found a couple things. Um, one of the people I follow on TikTok, that Mississippi Queen. I don't think I follow that one yet. Um, she's the one that, like, she starts every video where she slams something. She's like, let's make whatever. That's not the butter. That's not the what's up buttercup lady. Right? No. And uh, you know what? With the unicorn? I could, I, I've I've watched a few of hers and a couple of them are funny, but then it's just excessive. <laughs> fair, fair. And lately it's getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of them that do. They start out where it's like, okay, haha, that's funny. You get you and then you're like, okay, now it's old. Yeah. Like, like, okay, you can bring your tone of voice down to a normal level now. You don't need yeah. to scream at the camera. Yeah, it's the mm. same thing. And, and there, there's a couple of like the cooking ones that I follow. Well, Mississippi Queen for good recipes and wood fire and whiskey because the guy is hot. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I have a question. Do you ever come across the TikToks where people are smacking the screen, telling people to stop doing whatever the heck it is? I instantly scroll. Same. I hate those damn videos. For anybody who has ever been smacked unexpectedly by someone, it's instantly triggering. Yeah. But people, stop smacking your phones. Yeah, I, I that was that's annoying and uh there's a few different things that annoy me where it's instant scroll if I see it. Um mm. yeah. All right. Well on that note, should we shut this down and let the people go? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Creep you later. Bye.